0: You know, as a husband or wife, there are times when your schedule is crowded and you've got activities and work responsibilities, things to fix around the house, errands to run. By the time you see your spouse, maybe at the end of the day, you have no energy left. And you can probably identify with that. My wife and I just this morning looked at each other and I said, it's one of those seasons, isn't it? We are just not connecting. We've got to work on that. If you're feeling the same way, we have help for you today. I'm John Fuller, joined by Greg and Aaron Smalley. They're in charge of our Focus on the Family Marriage team. And Jim Daly and I talked with Greg and Aaron a while back uh, about a time when Aaron came to Greg and said, I love you, but I feel like we're married roommates. Let's go ahead and listen to more from that conversation.
1: Let me ask you this Uh, again for that person listening and they're, okay, am I in that uh, roommate phase or am I in the soulmate phase in my marriage? Let's give some description to that roommate. You identified several characteristics that the married roommate experience is like. Give me some of those.
2: Yeah, so someone might feel that exhaustion to where they just don't have anything to give. It might be a really, really busy season season. And that's what Aaron and I were talking about. When we felt like roommates, it was because we were so invested in all these other things. So we were just constantly busy. So there wasn't any time. Okay. To connect let me ask as you couple. this,
1: though. We live in a busy culture. Totally. I mean, we've got the smartphones and we're connected 24-7 to the world. And it just feels like you're carrying a heavy load each and every day. So just in that
2: area, what can you do to say, okay... Let's change something. One of the things that really stood out, a guy named Dr. John Gottman, fantastic marriage researcher, found that oftentimes throughout any given day, couples are doing something called bids for connection. It's like this. So recently, Aaron and I were driving (laughs) down the road, and we hit a stoplight. So we're just sitting there, and all of a sudden I went, whoa, look! And approaching was my very favorite vehicle, like my dream vehicle. Like if I was to have this unlimited... Supply money, this is what I'd get. It's a Ford F-150 Raptor. I love <laughs> it. I cannot miss those. I want one it's definitely yeah. a guy truck.
3: Which, yeah, it means nothing to me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> but what Greg did He, As he said, oh, look at that. And he goes, hey, by the way, that was a bid for connection that I just read all about it this morning. John Gottman talks about when we throw out these little, like, hey, there's that truck I love. We have a choice in how we respond to it. So then, of course, I was like, oh, my word, a Ford Raptor. It's so exciting.
2: And I'm telling you, those happen throughout the day. Erin will come home. You know, I haven't seen her. She'll come home, and maybe she got to go shopping for a quick second. Erin loves to bargain shop. So every time she bargain shops, she'll come in and instantly find seek me out. And she'll go, hold up an outfit, and she'll go, guess how much this originally was? <laughs> now, I, I shop once a year. I hate going to the mall. It's all done online. So when she holds up an outfit and goes, guess how much you, this cost originally I mean, I have a choice. That is a bid for connection. I can go, I don't care. Does leave me alone? I was watching so the co- football game. So, coaching
1: all those guys, what do you say? $500. So,
2: well, what I've yeah. learned go to high. say, go high. <laughs> so, I, I, I will say like 99 bucks, and she'll go, no, not even close. It was like 105. And I'm thinking, that was pretty close. But anyway, <laughs> and she'll go, guess what I paid? Now I've learned that you got to go under $10 if she's that excited. I don't know, like eight bucks? No, six ninety nine. And we just have this tiny little connection. Yeah. And that, mm-hmm. over time, those little micro connections add up. Mm. And it actually creates stronger connections between us. Now, is this going to cure everything? no. It's just one of those little tools yeah. that we've started using that makes such a big difference. It's
3: the awareness that I'm trying to connect with you. I love what, as I work with couples just to say, you know, they'll be complaining, oh, he talks about these boring things and on and on. And I'll say, but when he brings those up, what he's really saying to you is I want to connect with you. And they're like, really? Wow. That, that so is really good is- insight.
1: That may change my communication right there. <laughs> but let me let me get some of the others because people are, again, they're thinking, am I in that roommate phase? We've talked exhausted, busy. Let me just really quickly go through the list, and then we'll come back to some of these. But exhausted, busy, pragmatic, gentle neglect, complacent, spiritually distant, conflict avoidance, sexless, uh, disengaged, unsafe, and visionless. I mean, if someone's hearing this and going, that describes my marriage, I mean, this is what this is for. This is for you. Um, I want to move to another story you have, Greg, that illustrates one of these points, and that is when you're a kid, I so identify with this, you took a piano lesson. Oh, man.
2: And I think it used a metronome. Oh, it was horrible. I I hated taking piano lessons. I wanted to be outside with my friends. And all I can remember, and my poor piano teacher would be horrified, but she would set this metronome, this little wooden thing that tick, 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 back and forth. It taught you beat? Well, I I thought it was hypnotizing me, so I would (laughs) stay in my chair. But what it actually does is it teaches pace, it teaches rhythm, so that you don't have to pay attention to time. Hmm. And in life, everything's coming at us and we need sort of this internal metronome, something that, that helps us to be able to create a rhythm and a pace so that we can stay full, so that we have things to then give our spouse. And what Aaron and I have learned is that, again, a lot of things can help you kind of develop this inner metronome, this rhythm, this godly rhythm. But what Aaron and I have realized is that if you pay attention to what gives you rest and then to what gives you life, if you figure out, okay, this is what truly gives me rest and what what gives me life, what what brings my heart alive, and invest time and effort into those things, then I have more to give her. That's how we kind of manage this inner rhythm that we need so that we stay full. Hmm. Yeah.
3: So often we want to cut things out and, you know, pair the schedule down. Great. If there's things that you can cut out, but I know in my life, there's things I'm in a busy season with kids and work and ministry. And so it's important to recognize I have the opportunity and it's my job to make sure that I'm full. So when I come home, I don't serve the leftovers that I, you know, what is it that brings me rest? You know, maybe it's sleep, maybe it's sitting in reading you know whatever it is for you versus what brings me life what brings my soul alive is it being outdoors whatever that then I have more to give
0: well Greg that was a great conversation and there are probably times we need to start cutting things out of the schedule so we can spend more time with our spouse Uh, how can um, a couple discern when it's time to start clearing things out and making more time for each other
2: yeah, that's it's really hard because we we never want it to feel like, hey, you got to go through your schedule, cut out a bunch of stuff. I, I we just never see that work. However, I think what's important is to try to f- decide what are we trying to accomplish as a couple. And you know, for Aaron and I, one of the things that we've decided that that is really important is to have a a, a daily. Maybe 10 minute time that we're checking in with each other, not talking about schedules and to do lists and and all that, but to where we're, we're going, we may have to give up some other things, but we could do that for 10 minutes. And sometimes that's right before we go to bed, sometimes that's at the dinner table, you know, we get up at different times. So it's never it's never <laughs> gonna be in the morning. You're not a morning person well, anyway.
3: And even just this last week, it's it's a busy season. And I like what you said, John, earlier, that we do have these seasons. And I mean, often you can't eliminate what's going on. I always joke about, you know, if you have four kids and they're in four activities, which one do you get rid of? Which kid do you get rid of? And you can't. And so it's just looking at how... Sorry, we're having to let
2: one of you go. Yes,
3: you're getting kicked out of the family. Sorry. Um, How do you stay connected as a couple Mm -hmm. amidst those seasons? Yeah, and here's
0: here's what we observed even this morning was it sneaks up on you. These seasons, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like we um, know they're coming and we plan accordingly. It's just like life happens. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, I like what you just said, Greg, because that's ultimately, I mean, it affirms what we decided, so that's why I like it. (laughs) Well, I looked at Dina, and and I said, well, maybe Sunday. And she said, well, I was going to do this after church, and da-da-da, and I I thought, okay, why don't we start tonight and just have like a walk after dinner? Let's just do something even tonight, because that's what I hear you saying, is we can be so busy... It's impossible to plan accordingly for enough time to reconnect. The reconnection starts today Mm -hmm. with a small thing.
3: And I, I like what you were saying, Greg, about the daily connection, but even date nights and going out like just this week, we dropped Annie off at youth group and we went to have dinner and we went to the grocery store. And it was a great date night, just a time of joking around and connection and eating some good food together. And somebody's
0: thinking the grocery store?
3: (laughs) (laughs) I never thought the grocery store would be romantic. But but, but it was? It was. okay.
2: But I would say as long as you are intentional about not discussing all the, the business-like details of your yeah. relationship. So had we sat at dinner and talked about, well, hey, we got to schedule this or Annie needs this or you know, this budget item, th- that's when couples ultimately start avoiding each other. Like if, if I know that Aaron and I are going to go pay to sit down and have a meal and yet I'm convinced that we're just going to have a, a board meeting <laughs> about our family... I, well, why would I want to pay money to do that? Mm. And so it, it, it gets dropped probably for that reason more than anything. Or couples end up in conflict and they mm-hmm. don't protect that time. And so I think honestly why going to the grocery store with you, Aaron, felt romantic. I don't know if I'd describe it as romantic. But because we were intentional to talk about things that that updated me Mm -hmm. like I I went I didn't know you were going through that or it just so that's what made the difference that's what you have to protect well
3: and we also had fun we laughed we were just silly you know do we need to buy this well no and you know just being together yeah and laughing yeah but it was a protected time
0: well these are all related to what you cited earlier in that uh, conversation with Jim and me about connections bids for connections and Uh, I hope your takeaway as a listener is that you want to reconnect with your spouse and that you can do it even tonight or tomorrow. Just something small that says, I see you, I know you, I care about you, I want to get to know you better. Wherever you are, we have a lot of resources to help strengthen your relationship. And one of those is Greg and Aaron's book, Reconnected. Uh, We'll send that to you when you make a generous donation of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family today. Uh, Make a monthly pledge or a one-time gift, and you can find the link in the show notes. And remember, we have a free online marriage assessment, and it's going to be helpful for you whether you're a newlywed couple or you've been together for decades. Uh, The link for that is in the episode notes as well. We'll have more with Greg and Aaron next time on behalf of them and the entire team here. I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage podcast.